Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Thanks for being with us here. We got a whole lot going on as this is the Yahoo NFL Sunday show. Of course, as always, on a Friday, but we are looking ahead to conference championship weekend. Adam Kaufman joined, as always, by Eric Lindquist. And you should listen to this man. He's led you in the right direction regularly. He knows what he's talking about. And we have four teams left to talk about. Of course, the Bengals, the Chiefs and the AFC, the Rams, the Niners and the NFC. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, last weekend was really fun. Uh, you know, obviously from a betting perspective, almost cashed the 38 to 1 complete mm. four four team money line dog parlay. But you know what? We're going to be all right. DFS was really good. Uh, obviously, you go three and one on underdogs and you're going to feel like you had a really good weekend. A lot better than minus 110 kind of numbers you're looking at. So uh, I don't see a ton of value out there this week. Uh, I think that everything looks about appropriate, but styles make fights. And there are definitely going to be some fun, fun styles that we've got in these two games. Yeah, over the last couple of weeks, it feels like we've been kind of waiting for some news up until game day. I think at the moment with regard to these two games, we pretty much know everything there is to know, which I guess is good because it'll keep this show current for uh, that much longer, leading people into three o'clock Eastern kickoff on Sunday. Before we go position by position and talk about the best plays, the best value plays and all that stuff for Yahoo, as we always will do, uh, just, I don't know, overarching thoughts on what we should expect with these two games, because you get the Chiefs that are heavily favored by about a touchdown at home, two-time defending AFC champs. We're looking for a, a lot of points. You know, the over-under at last look is like 54 and a half. And then obviously on the other side, the Niners and the Rams, that one is uh, closer, three and a half points, L.A. favored, and uh, uh, far fewer points, about 10 fewer than what we're looking for in the AFC. How are these games going to play out in your mind? Again, I'm I'm having a tougher time this week. I thought last week was pretty straightforward, where I thought they were all going to be very competitive games. Kansas City coming off of beating the best team, I thought, remaining in the playoffs, Buffalo. I mean, that was... Not everybody's calling that the Super Bowl. They've still got to win two more games in the NFL. There's a lot of things that are yet to transpire, but they're the number one ranked team on PFF. I don't think there's any question that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the most popular quarterback for me. It's going to be another week of inheriting uh, some risk in some other spots, but it's nice to have Burrow and Stafford being guys that love to throw the ball around the field. I think we've got some secure backfields in Cincinnati and San Francisco, but uh, my biggest question mark on this entire slate is actually an offensive lineman. So I'm excited sure. to get into this. 
All right. Well, we will do that. First, I want to tell you, as I always do off the top of the show, we have partnered with our good friends at Yahoo Fantasy throughout this now winding down NFL season, bringing you some great offers. You can check out our exclusive limited time offer gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. We encourage that you do so, obviously. To qualify, you have to be new to Yahoo. That's the big caveat here. Sign up for an account via the link below, deposit and play. It is just that simple. Yahoo will then send us your name after you play in your first paid contest. We will reach out with uh, everything that you need to know via email, a coupon. And uh, if you want to speed up the process a little bit, understandable, get your access. You can email support at awesomeo.com. Uh, we'll get you all set up. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking in the link in the video description below. It can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including the NFL $500,000 Sunday Baller 100K going to first place, and the $50,000 Everyone Wins Playoff Special, which is certainly appealing as well. Make sure you use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best chance to win big. Get after it. Best of luck, obviously. And listen to what we have to tell you. Hopefully, it'll help you out along the way. So let's begin at the quarterback position. Top projected scorer, to, you know, highest priced player, the guy who's just going to be the chalk of the chalk, but damn it, do you play him anyway? That is Patrick Mahomes at uh, about 25 projected points here on Yahoo. He is $40, same salary as Cooper Cup. We'll get to the receivers in a little bit. Of course, going up against Cincinnati, looking for a shootout in that game. You got Joe Burrow, who's projected for right around 19 points. Matt Stafford sandwiched in between the two of them. He's cheaper. He's, you know, value, I guess, at $31 as compared to the 36 for Burrow and the 40 for Stafford. And then you have Jimmy Garoppolo coming in, who's the biggest value because everyone's just assuming he's going to go out there and throw a whole bunch of pick sixes and struggle and and be garbage for your lineups he's projected for about 15 16 points and he is only 22 dollars, basically half the salary of patrick mahomes which of these guys eric do you feel like you have to have let me start with this yahoo did an incredible job of pricing like incredible compared to DraftKings and FanDuel the best distribution we're looking at jimmy garoppolo getting 27.9 percent of ownership because he is legitimately $22. I'm probably not going to be going that direction. I still think that I, I don't need those savings as much. I'm not looking to just go like Debo, Tyreek, Chase, Cup in a lineup or something of that sort. And I think we're going to see some roster ship change as we get closer. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to near 50%, even at $40. I don't think it's super cost prohibitive. You talk about one expensive tight end and Travis Kelsey. I think if you want to go and, and access that, there are a lot of scrubs that we can kind of combine uh, that have pronounced roles, either as wide receiver twos or threes in this offense, some cheap running backs. I think there's a number of ways we can get value and make Mahomes work. So um, for me, my favorite quarterback on the board for the second straight week is going to be Matthew Stafford. Uh, this team shucks the ball around 24 carries by Cam Akers. I don't know what that workload's going to look like coming off of two fumbles. We, we don't really know. Obviously, the second fumble came really late in that game, and that's going to be a question mark lingering around this spot. But uh, my big concern with Jimmy Garoppolo is how much time he's going to have. I said offensive lineman, the biggest question mark I have on this slate. Trent Williams is not just the best offensive lineman, but the best rated football player by PFF in the year of our Lord 2022. And Trent <laughs> Williams is not going to, if he's going to be limited in any capacity, this is the most important player to any of these four teams remaining. And I'm, I'm including Patrick Mahomes in that. Trent Williams makes this football team go for the San Francisco 49ers. I don't see Jimmy Garoppolo being effective with the shoulder combined with possibility of a limited Williams. So I'm shying away from that. Matthew Stafford, this team just loves to chuck it around the field. 
he makes such a clear cut stacking option too with Cooper Cup that you know I I just think that you're basically getting two pieces of your lineup uh, made for you before you even start. I can't really say that about Kansas City even like Mahomes. It could be Kelsey, it could be Hill, but I know for a fact that if Matthew Stafford puts up a, a game winning type score or a slate winning type score, the Cooper Cup's coming along for the ride. So it's a two for one special. Look, Garoppolo's not a guy I, I'm I'm all that interested in playing. Now, it, it all depends on what your approach is. You know, are you a single bullet person or are you making 150 lineups? Naturally, if you're building, a, you know, dozens upon dozens of lineups, you're probably going to have exposure to everybody and just sort of yes. hedge your bets and see how it goes, obviously. And so it gives you an opportunity. You pay down Garoppolo, you pay up in a whole bunch of other places. You'll have Cup and, and Hill and Kelsey and Debo and like just load it up. I get it. I do get it. But if I, I always like to look at this from an optimal standpoint or a single bullet mm-hmm. standpoint, just in my head of what do I really think is going to happen? Who do I like best? I understand that Mahomes is is going to, in all likelihood, Eric, go out and, and do what we expect him to do and be the guy that we expect him to be. And he's coming off of just an absurd week, obviously, in the divisional round. I hear what you're saying with Matt Stafford, and I totally agree with the the, the stack approach, Stafford and Cup, and, and just let them go out and do their thing as they've been doing all year and what's been an historic season for Cooper Cup. That being said, I think Joe Burrow's my favorite here. I really do. Ooh. Now, he's not as cheap, obviously, as Stafford. He's not as expensive as Mahomes. I mentioned it before. He's $36. I just feel like if this game is going to be what we expect it to be, high scoring and the the Bengals having to play from behind, which leads to a whole lot of throw in the ball. You got Jamar Chase who can just run and get it, catch it anywhere. I think Burrow is going to light it up this weekend. Doesn't mean he's necessarily going to be the highest scorer among the QBs, but I think he's absolutely going to threaten for it. And if I'm, if I'm again, single bulleting this thing, that's the one I want. Interesting. I, I mean, he's the lowest owned on Yahoo at the moment. Um, $36. It's a little bit of an overpay to be contrarian, you know, $5 more from Stafford, $4 savings off of Mahomes. So I, I think there are a lot of boxes that are checked. I will say for me, it's mm, even like come from behind mode. I mean, we have four quarterbacks. You're going to want to have exposure and we can kind of make cases for, for everybody on the board here. There's some massive big playability that you have in a guy like Jamar chase T Higgins, I think is just a freak and a specimen. And somebody that I'm always going to be invested in, especially when he's going to be, you know, pretty flat ownership we're looking at for the wide receiver position at the moment. Um, I I see what you're saying with Joe Burrow, no doubt about it. But, you know, I I think Stafford's going to project out a little bit better. I think 9% isn't enough of a difference in rostership at the moment for me to get off of my Stafford and and cup love. Um, I I think that that game definitely less of a chance of shooting out. Just look at the Vegas implied total 54 and a half. And, you know, in the event that Kansas city is effective here, Joe Burrow is going to have to throw it a lot, but um, a couple of my major concerns, just even Joe Mixon is a guy that I think, you know, they're going to try to establish early. And if he gets going the way that I think he's capable of, I mean, even Devin Singletary, I can't believe Buffalo didn't try to just keep, riding the rock with him from times uh, from time to time. I understand Josh Allen was like the, the hottest quarterback on planet earth, you know, from the week before against new England. And then in that game as well. But, you know, I, I think that Joe Mixon's going to have some success here, whether that's to the detriment of Joe Burrow or whether that passing game and come from behind mode continues to have that target share that we've seen for tar- uh, Joe Mixon of late is yet to be seen. But uh, I see what you're saying for sure. I'm, I'm slightly leaning towards Matt Stafford, but uh, totally fine. If you want to take that shot. 
Hit the like, hit the subscribe button if you're watching along here on the Osmo YouTube page. And of course, load up your questions, thoughts, comments, whatever it may be in the chat so we can react. For example, Swaggy Peas with me says, I'm playing Joey B for all the monies and then hits us with the uh, future so bright. I got to wear shades emoji there. Uh, Steven says, and this is interesting. It's a good angle to talk about here. Says it's not crazy for Stafford to be held down by the Niners. You know, I, I understand why everyone believes Stafford is going to go out and, and have a big game. And obviously having guys like Cup performing the way he is or, or OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. doing what he has been doing of late. Like, why the hell wouldn't you support Stafford? I get it. But if you are looking to be contrarian, if you are believing that, you know what? I mean, maybe the Niners can actually keep this this guy in check. It's not like he's this longstanding playoff performer. This is the first time we ever have, have really seen it. Do you fall in line with Steven here? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, yeah, I mean, Stafford held down by the Niners. I mean, obviously, Nick Bosa's return. That's a that's a nice deal for them, uh, making sure that that concussion didn't roll over into this week. Um, it looks like he's fine for the most part, but you know, I'm kind of indifferent. I, I think that they're going to be able to have success throwing the football. They have too good of skill position players, and the clean they, he's had a clean pocket here too of late. Uh, Tampa Bay, he had a lot more time than what I was even expecting, and you know, I was already invested in Matt Stafford uh, in this spot. But passing rating under pressure hasn't been too bad either. 81.6 passer rating in those kind of situations. I think that that's going to be something that's doable for him either way. Nick Bosa should be able to have some success, but um, I'm, I'm not factoring it in very much here. I have to say, hold on, Swaggy P, hold on. <laughs> five of the 10 carries for Devin Singletary were in the first freaking drive of the game. He had five carries from the 10-minute mark in the first quarter until the end of the game. Five carries. You can't tell me Devin Singletary is ineffective if he doesn't get work. Stop it. Stop it. You quit it. Calm down, Swaggy get P. Eric's out gonna, of here. He's going to come right through this camera. He was camera. ineffective that he's game. Coming right through this camera. Let's go. No, I'm You're serious. Just... Here, because they don't utilize him, because they didn't continue to have that. And again, I know a lot of it is predicated on the option where they have the, opp the opportunity to hand it off to Singletary. And Josh Allen, he wanted to keep it in a lot of those scenarios. I think that the lanes were open for him in some of those spots. It was a more effective way of them moving the ball. But they legitimately, legitimately got away from what I thought would be very successful from them. So, sorry. Okay. You're right. Need a back yeah. massage? I'm just saying. It's one of those things where it's like Singletary's ineffective. That's just such a box score. 
box score watching narrative. And, you know, I, I think the beautiful thing about the NFL, and again, I'm so analytical when it comes to NBA, you have a point, you have a projection, you have, you put in minutes, you have a fantasy point rate with guys mm -hmm. on and off a floor. You can kind of really find that nice median. You can find, you know, when you're talking about 65, or, you know, uh, 68, 95, 99.7 uh, standard deviations away. When you're looking at that percentage, you can find like a data range and be set in NBA or something. And NFL, it is art. It's kind of like a, a com combination of art, combining game script, combining the ability to take shots, finding the ability to kind of, it's the most all-encompassing DFS sport. And mm -hmm. Devin Singletary, Devin Singletary was maybe not the greatest play DFS-wise. He still got in the box in that first, that first, I mean, if somebody's get to the carry at the two-yard line, they can't get more than two yards, just throwing it out there. <laughs> well, since we're spending so much time on Devin Singletary, who is not playing this weekend, by the way. He's not. There are, yeah, there, are some, there are some running backs that are going to be available. Let's go to the running back position. we got a very clear-cut top four in terms of our projections and the way they're priced as well. Cam Akers, who everyone has suddenly fallen in love with. You know, he's coming off the injury. He's gotten an increased workload the last couple of weeks in the here in the playoffs, 17 K carries than 24 carries and he's just the he's the bell of the ball this weekend going against the Niners projected for about 15 points and he's cheap he's $21 that is a considerable drop off compared to the $33 for Joe Mixon right behind him was also projected for about 15 points going up against KC then you got Eli, uh, Eli Mitchell Elijah Mitchell about uh, 12 points and $23 18 for Jared McKinnon who's projected for about a dozen points of course he's in a a, a split backfield with Clyde Edwards Elaire and and for whatever reason I mean we got Daryl Williams who's still uh, potentially a factor just because he hasn't been ruled out so he's in our projections as well so uh, if you're looking at these four you talked about Joe Mixon before maybe you want to start with him again there's the Cam Akers effect as well what is your approach to the running back position hey you know who was more ineffective than Devin Singletary on yards per carry last week that would Two be Cam tell. Akers Cam Akers, 24 carries, 48 yards. That's two per, but it doesn't matter because it seems like he's a made man. I've been saying that the last couple of days where I think Cam Akers, I don't know why, but I mean, it, it seems like he's just Sean McVay's boy. If he were Bill Parcells' boy, you would have only had one fumble because he wouldn't have seen the football again that entire game. Mm -hmm. He had two fumbles, one of which almost cost them the season. And, you know, if it weren't for Cooper Cup being unguarded in the middle of the field, by what reason? I don't understand. Single coverage on, on Cooper Cup in you know, a, a 15, 20 second scenario is mind boggling to me. But Cam Akers, uh, I think makes a lot of sense at $21. I, I think that it's just kind of hard to get away from. If you look at our boom bust tool for a number of other sites, we are seeing massive leverage on him. We're talking 49% with an optimal appearance rate of like 63%. Now he's being rostered at a higher clip at 67.8% of the time over on Yahoo!, but it's just such a tough thing to get away from here if he's going to be the bell cow. Now, I'm definitely going to have builds with a Sony Michelle at $16. Like, I'm legitimately, because there is a there's a, a chance, uh, a non-zero chance that those two fumbles cost Cam Akers the backfield, and you are getting such massive leverage. Just take, you know, take Cam Akers out of a couple lineups, put in Sony Michelle, and you could be riding very, very high. I'm not a coach. I, I, I'm just analyzing what I see. And more coaches than not, bench guys coming off of two fumbles so cam Akers ultimately just because he is going to be rostered at the clip that we have him projected somewhere in that vicinity like you said i mean almost at, at 70 percent, which is just ridiculous mm -hmm. i can understand like you acknowledged yep. if you're building a, a whole lot of lineups take him out 
balance it out with somebody else, try some Sony Michelle, whatever it is. But who ultimately is your favorite of these, you know, core four, this this fantastic four of running backs we have this weekend? Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon and Eli Mitchell. I mean, Eli Mitchell's been limited here in practice, but he got back out there yesterday in a limited capacity. I think it's one of those things, same thing. Debo Samuel's been practicing in full, so I really have no reservations there. But Eli Mitchell sees a large workload. And, you know, Cam Akers, as much as I'm talking about him here, I hated him against Tampa Bay. I hate every running back against Tampa Bay. We don't have to think about that anymore, which is why I think Cam Akers is actually usable here in this capacity. But Tampa Bay just, you know, they were third best against the run here this season. Um, and it just made no sense to be going that direction with a super chalky guy there. But Eli Mitchell coming in around 50% lower owned than Jarek McKinnon, who I'm going to be hard fading on this slate. Cam Akers, uh, you know, I think is serviceable. But Joe Mixon, $33. The opportunity cost is getting up to the, the likes of Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, T. Higgins, Odell Beckham. But I think I'm willing to take that shot. I still think you can fit one or two of those main wide receivers. I think we've got some massive upside in guys like Byron Pringle. Van Jefferson could be my absolute boy who returned to practice, thank God, yesterday. Hmm. Uh, We'll talk about him at the wide receiver spot. But uh, Joe Mixon is just adding some of this target volume, some of this receiving volume. He is game script proof. Samaj Pirine, not a part of this offense. Just really mixing in for like any time that there's a quick, a quick break there for Joe Mixon to get off the field for two seconds. I mean, if you're rostering a guy like Samaj P. Ryan, you're basically saying, I hope Joe Mixon gets hurt or, you know, the one carry he gets, he takes to the house. Cause otherwise Joe Mixon, the most secure workload on this entire slate, not even close. Steven says I'm all about CEH at $18. Swaggy P says CEH or McKinnon. That's the question. I'm going to reframe the question for him. I'm going to say CEH or McKinnon or both. Ooh, look at you. Okay. And again, it's a two game slate. This is the same thing we talked about in NBA yesterday, where why not play Embiid and Drummond, a guy who has a high fantasy point per rate. Well, CEH and McKinnon, this goal line thing is really going to be annoying because it seems like if they're on the two yard line, first and goal, it's going to be CEH that's out there getting the carries. If it's like first and five, you know, at the goal line, I feel like Jerick McKinnon is coming in for some of these passing downs. He's been the more quote, explosive back i don't know what people want to talk about in that regard i mean this guy had major major spark score upside when he when he was drafted to my minnesota vikings went to san francisco was bit by the injury bug constantly is showing what he's capable of doing from a receiving perspective here but i think ceh sees more than the 30 percent of snaps that he saw last week and that just makes me more appealed to go to ceh at one third of the roster ship right now so um, you know, if you want to play both in some lineups, 18 and 18, be my guest. But, you know, I, I think that there's enough isolated backfields in Joe Mixon, Eli Mitchell, that those are two guys I think I'm going to strongly prioritize. Mixon is going way, way under rostered. And I know why, but, you know, if he gets in the box twice, there's some goal line scenarios. They've had some really big plays here by the Bengals. Eventually, they get tackled inside the five and it becomes Joe Mixon territory to really have a ceiling game. So I'm bringing this up just because, and and this could change obviously in the next whatever, 49, 50 hours before kickoff. But as things stand in this very moment, our optimal build here on Yahoo features Daryl Williams. Again, that could change. We don't even know if he's going to be, you know, play, but if he is active, given, you know, where he's at salary wise, not like he's projected to really do anything. We've got him projected for a a point, but at $15, I'm sure you're just more inclined to want to pay up for one of the guys, you know, is going to really have usage like we just talked about, but do you believe Darrell Williams will be any sort of a factor in this game when he's already competing with CEH and McKinnon? 
Well, he's got to be active, first of all. So he was inactive last week. Uh, you know, you've been practicing in a limited capacity, but now he's been a full participant this week. I am intrigued to kind of see what they end up doing there. Uh, McKinnon, I don't think, has done anything to take away from his passing game role. And CEH, obviously, he was the first-round pick. CEH actually cost me my biggest potential sports bet of all time. So I'm inclined to hate this guy. Um, legitimately, I, I had a less than 0.5 running backs taken in the first round, the season that he got taken out two years ago, had it parlayed with like three or four other pieces had like a hundred team mm. parlay, but the under of 0.5 and Andy Reed takes him with the last pick of the first round. <laughs> so is that round. really CEH's fault or is it Andy yes. Reed's fault? No, it, it's CEH's fault for being explosive out of LSU. Hasn't necessarily <laughs> shown that sort of upside at the NFL level, and he owes me money. So uh, I think rostering CEH, I'm going to go after that asshole. He can cover it. He's he's got he's got something in the bank to pay you back yeah. for that. So uh, Jarek McKinnon, you you mentioned obviously ownership with regard to Cam Akers. The only guy in the slate who is currently projected to be owned higher than Akers is McKinnon at basically seventy percent. Do you fall in line with that? Do you agree with that? I would say who, McKinnon McKinnon. Yeah. At about 70% yeah, it's, it's rostership here. It's insane. And I get it because he's adding that passing game role. He's been on the field the most, uh, obviously he saw the majority of the snaps at the running back position, like 70% last week, I guess math tells me there were two running backs that were mainly active in CH 30%. So McKinnon was out there quite a bit, 70%. Um, I, I just think that it, it makes sense that he's somebody that you can rely on, but, we got to be looking at this from a tournament perspective. And if you're telling me Akers or McKinnon, I think Akers is the kind of guy that if they just don't care about the fumbles, he's going to see 80 freaking percent plus of the snaps again. Like that's just seems to be the guy that they're going to have out on the field the majority of the time. Now, again, I'm taking some shots on Sony Michelle in the hopes that that is not the case. Uh, we also have to wait to see if Daryl Henderson ends up getting activated. He was designated for return. That doesn't mean anything from last week. Obviously he didn't get activated to the active squad to the 53, but that's still another guy waiting in the wings that could potentially be swapped in there uh, for, you know, a special team or something. So uh, we got to be on the lookout with that. So three guys there that could potentially be there in the Rams backfield, three guys that could potentially be there for the KC backfield. Just do deductive reasoning. That makes Eli Mitchell and Joe Mixon the priorities for me. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're about halfway home here on this Yahoo NFL look ahead to Sunday championship weekend in the NFL. And if anyone has any questions, thoughts, comments, whatever, get them out there to us on the uh, the uh, YouTube page here for Osmo. Uh, or, of course, if you're finding us on, uh, you know, on, on Twitter, you can get your questions there, wherever it is. Let's go to the wide receiver position. I think this is 
by far the most interesting position, which is not a, a, a hot take by any means. It's just this is where you're going to find your variance. This is ultimately where you got to chase and fade the right guys or pick the right value guy because we're only talking about two games here, Eric. And the 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 top guys are obvious, especially, you know, we'll, we'll go to the, the top four, let's say, in particular of Cooper Cup projected for about 20 points. He had that huge game-winning touchdown last week, helped elevate his score, but he's $40, and he did what he did all throughout the season. We know how good he is. You have Debo Samuel, versatile. He can catch balls. He's elite out of the backfield as well. The Niners use him in that, you know, sort of that 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 multifaceted way, and he's projected for about 17 points, $39. So he's very comparable to Cup in that way, and obviously the other side of that matchup. About $16. And our $29, 16 points, that's Tyreek Hill, who has been kind of hit and miss. I know some people in the chat are already talking about fading him, playing Travis Kelsey. We'll get to the tight ends here shortly. Then, of course, Jamar Chase, who I just, I, I'm in awe of this guy. I wish he was on my team. I love watching him. Okay. I expect big things from him every single week. He has 15 projected points, $36. Of these four, who's your favorite? Oh, Cincinnati should have gotten an offensive lineman. They should have drafted an <laughs> offensive lineman. Oh, they're in the conference championship. They still should have drafted an offensive lineman. They'd have won the Super Bowl by now. Uh, I'll tell Chase you what, like, I, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I felt they should have drafted an offensive lineman, but I was absolutely one of the people saying that I was surprised they didn't take an offensive lineman. And I think one of the things, and this is, again, this is fairly obvious, but one of the things that made Jamar Chase so dominant this year right away as opposed to say in year two was that instant already built-in chemistry with his quarterback Joe Burrow so you know I, I'm not sure that he would have gone out and had this offensive rookie of the year that's the expectation he's going to win that award he would have had this offensive rookie of the year season right away you know in in another setting maybe I'm wrong maybe just talent wins out ultimately like what we saw from Justin Jefferson a couple of years ago but uh, it, it's true. He's I, I cut you off, but it's true. He's awesome. Oh, you're fine. You're allowed to, Adam. It's your birthday, by the way. Can we get some happy ah, birthdays for Adam Kaufman? I didn't you start guys. off the show that way. I was waiting to drop it in a little bit later. Unfortunately, we've got this stupid pizza thing that exists. And I again, I don't know why it's a pizza hat, but this is the closest thing we have to a birthday hat. That's, so. that's the best thing uh, that you could find. <laughs> happy birthday I, to Adam look, Kaufman. Really the big four oh two. Why are you here? I because yeah, I what what better way to spend my birthday than with you? Oh my god, man! After my own heart. Uh, first of all, why is Tyreek Hill Tyler's going? Boy, again? that's sad. You need to. We should talk about that. Have a little awesome therapy session later. Well, forty dollars, and in honor of your birthday, Cooper Cup at forty dollars <laughs> is going to be my absolute favorite wide receiver play once again, second consecutive week. Uh, I believe my three favorite wide receivers were Cup. Byron Pringle, because he's the wide receiver too. And then Gabriel Davis. Those three worked out very, very nicely. It was a lot of fun. If I could have gotten running back correct in a lot of other regards. And I didn't even play Derrick Henry. So it was just a disaster um, in, in that regard. I thought CEH might see more of a workload than he did. I'm going to be going his direction once again here this week. But looking at Cooper Cup, absolute smash. Um, I, he's the best wide receiver in football. He's out there doing everything for his team. I loved watching a lot of his blocking last week, which sounds so, so stupid, but like legitimately the guy puts everything into it every single play. You know, if you come out of, I believe, Eastern Washington, you're going to be scrappy and Cooper Cup uh, is just a massive, a massive freak. So like 40 bucks for him, that's not cost prohibitive. Now, 
We're going to see Debo Samuel, who's got a higher projection here. Uh, right now, I think the ownership, the, the roster ship needs to be changed up a little bit here. That'll be a little bit more isolated as we get close to Sunday. We have some news that's kind of waiting in the wings here, but Van Jefferson should be good to go. But still, Cooper Cup going to be a big part of my portfolio here again. I'm probably going to be shying away from the likes of Odell Beckham in that same wide receiver core. He's been treating us very, very well here of late. Uh, eight targets, six receptions, 69 yards. It's kind of just meh last week, but there's definitely some upside if he gets in the box. My guy this week, uh, along with Byron Pringle, of course, in the cheap end, is going to be Van Jefferson. Now, during the regular season, the Rams ran 11 personnel 83% of the time. That's the highest mark in the entire NFL. And 11 personnel, for those of you guys who aren't aware, basically you have one tight end on the field, you have three wide receiver sets. So you're, you're not looking at those two tight end to 12 formation that people talk about all the time. Van Jefferson, though, $13. We haven't seen it yet, but a guy's on the field 90% plus of the time for a team that's throwing it as much as what the Rams do above expectation. In the top stacks tool, Yahoo has the Rams with a 31.1% top stack percentage. And Matthew Stafford is coming in well underneath that mark. That means there's positive leverage to get to him. There's going to be positive leverage to go to Van Jefferson. And I think Cooper Cup just has to be in all of my Ram stacks, no matter what. So it makes for like three positions that I feel pretty confident have a massive amount of upside and can rival what Kansas City can do. So you, you, you could go top heavy, obviously, on the receivers. And somebody had, had asked in the chat, uh, Mock Wall, appreciate the, the birthday wishes, my man. Appreciate that. Says, is, uh, is that a hat or a slice of pizza? I'm on mobile. It's awfully small. It's so dumb. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pizza slice hat. Pizza. No, it's, I, mean, I look, couldn't it's find a birthday to be a hat, but it is a slice of pizza. So you've got. How long have we been your... doing this Zoom crap for? We've been doing this for like two years and we don't have a freaking birthday hat. You want to talk <laughs> about a rant? Why do we not have a birthday hat? Is Zoom this inept? Do they not I know? I didn't even know you could do the, the pizza thing that you're doing. I've never, you know what I use Zoom for? Like this, I, I log in, I do my meetings or chat with buddies. I've never, I've never played around with emojis and whatever else. And, and like you were doing picture frame things, putting yourself in, inside a TV set earlier. I didn't even know you could do this stuff. My technology skills nice. My technology skills are are that of being on like a flip phone, though. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> hey, you're you're I'm, on brand for today. Yeah, Turn it forty, yeah, man, yelling at clouds. I'm an old man, <laughs> uh, but all right. So, Cup, Samuel Hill, Chase. You know, we we obviously acknowledge you have T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, sort of in that company. Although Boyd, Odell Beckham Jr., Van Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, you know, Byron Pringle. Maybe I'll, I'll mix in Nicole Hardman just for giggles because heck, sometimes Patrick Mahomes says, I, I know you like Pringle. I get it. I, I understand it. He's cheap. You, you like Van Jefferson as well. How ultimately though, when, when you're looking at this, this midsection of variance, again, guys all priced fairly similarly. I guess there's a little bit of an outlier there in Beckham who's $24 and then all projected to be in that sort of seven, eight, nine, ten 10 points. How do you decide which way to go? Uh, well, I'm going to be playing Mixon and Cup, so I think I'm kind of forced to go cheap uh, with some of these other spots and hope that I can spark some upside. I will say San Francisco, you go from a game where it's zero degrees with wind to a dome in L.A., that seems to bode well for a passing attack, regardless of shoulder situation, Jimmy Garoppolo. We do have with the Rams, PFF's number one graded defense, so that's problematic for the 49ers as is, but if Trent Williams is on the field, I do think that there's going to be the amount of time that you need to be able to get to the likes of a Jawan Jennings or Brandon Ayuk to kind of combine Debo Samuel glorified running back at this point if they get in a negative game script 
I think he makes sense as somebody to stack up with Jimmy Garoppolo, but I'm looking to kind of isolate it. I don't think you or I are, are that enthusiastic to go out and roster him, even at $22 mm-hmm. over on Yahoo. I think we're going to have enough uh, uh, savings down here. I know that you talk about Jamar Chase. I, I feel the same way about T. Higgins, where I think he's just a freak and somebody that can spike upside giving any given time. An interesting thing to do would just be to kind of say Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, spark the upside with Joe Burrow. He always feels like a pretty simple double stack. Like if Joe Burrow is going to go for a ceiling performance above Matt Stafford and Patrick Mahomes in this spot, it's so hard to see all three of them failing, which is just crazy to say. But I mean, these are the three of the best four teams in the NFL for a reason. Um, I just think it's a clear double stack and T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, I think have as much upside. If you want to get up to the likes of a Cooper cup, uh, you know, a Tyreek Hill in that same game, which I think will be a popular type game stack. But I do think Brandon, I, Juwan Jennings, we saw how effective Jennings was in third down scenarios. They had three huge third down pickups in the second half. And all of those were Juwan Jennings targets uh, against Dallas. That is uh, not against green Bay. We only had the two targets, one catch six yards. But uh, you're going from that ridiculous situation that you had in Green Bay to just the perfect weather out here in Los Angeles. So I, I see some undervalued, uh, some possible value that exists in Iuk and Jawan Jennings, but only if the roster ship stays low. It's not like it would be contrarian by any stretch to really stack that first game, especially given the game total. We expect that the Chiefs and the, the Bengals are going to be high scoring. How contrarian do you think it would be, though, to look at it, maybe this is just for, for the Bengals fans that are out there in the audience, but people thinking, all right, again, a lot of points on the road, playing from behind, pass heavy. I'm going to build a lineup, and I, I haven't done this out price-wise, but I'm going to build a lineup that features Burrow and Chase and Boyd and Higgins, I, maybe even Uzama. I'm going to put all of them in there. I'm not going to play Mixon. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay somewhere else but but i'm going to really load up on the passing attack for cincinnati what do you think of that approach well beautiful thing that we can do i mean you can't do it for yahoo right now we got to add that feature but you can go to lineup builder and find some contrarian builds now the nice thing about playing multiple sites here this week is that everything has some crossover i mean it's very hard to imagine that you're going to get a slate winning performance from joe burrow not have it apply to both FanDuel, DraftKings, and yahoo like it's it's very difficult to see that happening, especially because I don't think any of the three or any of the four quarterbacks provide a ton of rushing upside. So I think it's going to be very clear cut, but Joe Burrow, um, who's, who's kind of your favorite combination kind of building that out. What, what was it? Well, I mean, definitely Burrow chase for sure. But, but if I wanted to really go crazy with that game and have Burrow and chase and Higgins and Boyd, like load up on the receivers, maybe even Uzama, if I wanted to get nuts, not mixing though, you know, use that money somewhere Mm -hmm. else. But if I wanted to load up on the passing attack for Cincy, I think I would probably limit it to two. Um, it depends because here, here's the thing. There's, there's the come from behind mode. And we saw Joe Burrow take along everybody for the ride against Baltimore in week mm-hmm. 16. Like we're talking, he carried five position players. And that was your slate winning monster, uh, monster mash, if you will, where all of those guys went completely nuts. And this is going to be on the road. So that's, that's box one. That's a little bit more negative box two. I don't know if necessarily they want to play that many plays here with KC. I think their hand was a little bit forced uh, in that first matchup that they had. They were behind early against Kansas City in that first appearance. Ended up winning come from behind fashion, 34-31. Joe Mixon only saw 12 carries. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. I find it hard to believe that they're going to want to go out and try to play track with Kansas city. Now the, the, the Vegas implied total 54 and a half kind of shows the opposite here, but you know, Kansas city is definitely the more formidable formidable defense between the two Cincinnati. It seems like in some of these spots, you go through some of the box scores and I get it. Like Joe Burrow has really come on late in the season, but we've seen 28, 30, 25 some massive carry allotments for Joe Mixon in some of these games where they get in positive game scripts and they just ride Joe Mixon. Now it's very specific. You're asking for them to get behind early. And then you're asking Joe Burrow to bring a bunch of guys for the ride. I'm probably going to limit it to two pass catchers, uh, mainly because we have such concentrated uh, target shares for like Kansas city, the Rams. There's so much upside that exists at other spots, San Francisco, obviously in a better situation than they had last week. Um, I, I find it hard to believe three would be the case, but it is a two game slate. Everything's on the table. So I I probably would make it two wide receivers max, but the case for three is like a one in, you know, large field, you know, it's got a very small chance of being pulled off, but I can, I can see it with them more than I could probably any other team. Van Jefferson, your guy is considered the top value option here. If not on the entire slate, quite frankly, pretty damn close to it, but definitely among the wide receivers. The second guy, though, is Tyree Kill, which I just think is yeah. is really interesting. Like, usually you look at Tyree Kill based on what his salary is, and you just say, well, I mean, he's a great play, but he's not value. You know, he's not he's not a guy that you're taking advantage of, basically. But when he's only $29 compared to, you know, a, a handful of guys that are 30s or above, how do you feel about him here? It sucks, but, yeah, I mean, you have to have some. He's $29. He's the most undervalued. I would say he's more undervalued than what Van Jefferson. Like, Van Jefferson, as much as I like him this week, I mean, he played 95% of the snaps, uh, or sorry, 90% of the snaps against Tampa Bay last week, literally saw three targets. And I think we're going to see some, some re- like, positive regression for him towards the mean. If you're on the, if you're on the field that much, and people are going to be directing as much attention towards Odo Beckham and obviously Cooper Cup as much as they should be here. The 49ers should be schematically trying to put that together. Van Jefferson is going to get some deep shots, and he only really needs one or two. Not that he's straight out Deshaun Jackson, because we've seen some upside games from him as a wide receiver three in this offense multiple times throughout the season, uh, relative to his salary, of course, not compared to some of these top-tier options. But $29 Tyreek Hill is just kind of wrong and it's better than the 23 dollars we saw last week where i had 100 percent of him on yahoo i didn't really see a way around that but it was so easy to play cup along with hill along with like two other studs on last week's slate i'm looking at this week at 29 dollars to try to be around the field i don't know if i want to get carried away as you said 
we have some massive upsides and, you know, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase, two guys that, you know, you've talked about Chase, Debo Samuel is going to be on the field a bunch and he's going to be trying to carry this team to a Super Bowl on his, on his back. And, you know, maybe he's capable of doing that there. I think, you know, you need Trent Williams, but I digress. I like Tyreek Hill, but I think the field is just going to be jamming him once again in this spot. Probably the one guy that I'm the most nervous about uh, just being at the field. I don't really want to take the 100% stand that I took last week. That price has now gotten to a place where it's a little bit more cost prohibitive. Smokey in the chat. Love you folks at the A. I'm going to have to start betting on other sports to get my fix on your shows after the Super Bowl. I love it. You got a couple more weeks with us here, obviously talking football, but why not start to mix it in? Get into a little basketball, a little hockey, you know, whatever it is. It's just to get, get that get that daily sweat in, man. PGA, whatever you want to do. Want to mention as well, before we go over to tight ends and DSTs, before we get out of here in the next, I don't know, 10, 12 minutes. If you're a resident of Louisiana or New York, congrats. Sports betting is now live in your state. So welcome sports betting in your state with some fantastic bonus offers that we have available here for you at the A, at Osimo. Uh, just click on uh, either link pinned in a live YouTube chat to browse all of our offers, including a bet $10, uh, win 200 if any team scores a touchdown in either conference championship this Sunday with BetMGM and a free NBA jersey if you bet $100 with Caesars Book. So something to think about there as well. You can also take advantage of a $1,000 risk-free bet with BetMGM and up to $15,000 match deposit bonus with Caesars in, again, both Louisiana and New York. Uh, these offers, they're too, too good to pass up. Click on the pin link and start betting. Why the heck wouldn't you, Eric? Lucky bastards. I mean, come on, California. Let's get it together here. You know, can you imagine yeah, the look, tax I'm in revenue Massachusetts. here? I get it, man. So, overt. you know what I'm doing, though, tonight is I'm flying to Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm going to fire away on some bets <laughs> tonight when I when I land there in old Iowa, where you can sports bet, take advantage of some of the promotions that they have over there. But I'm going to go pick up a puppy. So that's going to be fun. I was going to say, what is taking you to Iowa tonight? Yeah, well, I went to Iowa State for college, and it and, okay. uh, just so happens that my wife miraculously ran into a lady from Ames, Iowa, who has a bunch of these, the cutest Bernice mountain dogs you could possibly imagine, Aww. and now we just need one, so uh, Duke Lindquist is going to be joining the family as of about 10 p.m. Uh, Central Time this, this year. Duke, huh? Nice. Uh, tonight. A strong yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. I had a dog named Duke that was, that passed away too early when I was a kid. And so I was like, Oh, when I get another dog, I just want to name it Duke. And so there we are. Duke two, Duke junior, Duke second. Yeah. Duke the second. I love the second. I like that. Yeah. You get, uh, you know, all, all these guys, the third, the fourth, you'll have Duke the second. It'll be great. Yeah. I'll bring Uh, him on next Friday. Let's go to the tight ends here. I look forward to meeting them obviously virtually anyway. So tight end positions, interesting. It's, it's, I don't know, fairly predictable at least in terms of usage anyhow you've got travis kelsey at about 13 14 points here on yahoo he's 32 dollars, far and away the most expensive i know we've had some people saying fade hill play kelsey kelsey's gonna be good he should be anyway he's obviously been great in the playoffs so far you got george kittle at about 12 points which is just interesting because the guy can't seem to scratch double figures lately he's been you know pretty terrible blocking mainly his last five games but $22 then you have uh, Tyler Higby at nine $19 and CJ Uzama about seven projected points he's $18 everybody else is the flat minimum uh, so we'll we'll get to the min guys in in a moment because I do have a question regarding them but among these tight ends are you having to make room 
for Travis Kelsey, or is there another guy you like better? I like George Kittle the most at the position. And here's oh, what was the thing. Speak like, up. I think George Kittle is the best play at the position. Ladder so everybody can hear you? No, I can't. Okay, George <laughs> Kittle is going to be my most rostered tight end. This oh, weekend. George Kittle. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm flying to Iowa. Shout out, tight end you, Iowa Hawkeyes. I hate you, but, you know, whatever. Go Cyclones. Uh, George Kittle is just fine. $22. I think he's the guy that if I'm trying to make a thing here, and I'm here's here's my case for it. One, six targets. I mean, that was that was more targets than anybody else on the football team last week, which is hilarious to say out loud. Pretty inept offense. Two, I don't know how many times I've ever seen George Kittle drop two passes in a game. That's what you saw. You legitimately could have had 90 plus yards, you know, maybe a touchdown in there at some point. But I mean, it was pretty egregious, both of those drops that he had. I don't think you're going to see that in, you know, room temperature here in Los Angeles. I think he's going to have to be a focal part of this offense if they want to beat the Rams. Now, you know, they've been able to win a lot of football games here consecutively, the last four that they've rattled off in a row. But Houston, the Rams at home in a spot where the Rams really didn't have anything to play for going down towards the end. Well, I mean, I guess they did, but they were still in the playoffs regardless, whereas the 49ers needed to win that one. And he saw seven targets, five catches. And, you know, it was just one of those spots. Jawan Jennings went completely berserk, had some big plays that when another player goes for a big plays, that just caps the upside of the other ones. Hey, look at that logic. Once again, I think that you're looking at George Kittle at $22, $10 off of Travis Kelsey. If I'm going to be stacking up a lot, of this Rams offense. And that's what I'm planning on doing. My favorite run back has to be George Kittle. It just does. Debo Samuel glorified running back Juwan Jennings and Brandon Ayuk. I think you can sprinkle in here and there in your 150, but I just see George Kittle at $22 being way too undervalued. He's the most rostered guy at the position right now, but I don't think that holds. I think people are going to find the $32 to get to Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes is just going to be rostered in an immaculate clip. Just be prepared. It could go very, very poorly, but you don't even need him to beat Travis Kelsey straight up. You need him to get close to Travis Kelsey straight up for $10 less. I'm not sure there could be an answer other than Blake Bell, but if you were going to play a min tight end, and I don't think anybody is, but if you were going to, you're just, that's where you've decided you want your differentiation. Which guy could vulture a touchdown? Kendall Blanton did it last week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Blake, are you, are you a Blake believer Bell's, in Blanton? Uh, Blake Bell's fine. I would rather prefer, this sounds dumb, but I would prefer Noah Gray between the two. Noah Gray, um, more of a noted, and, and this is just, I believe, something that I heard from Matt Kajewski one week when we were doing Showdown about Kansas City. Because I was like, Noah Gray and Blake Bell, they sound like the same human being to me. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, Noah Gray's the better pass catcher. And maybe I'm making that up in my brain as we're talking about it. Let me check up his his uh, scout again. Maybe I'm going to win somebody 100K with this Google search <laughs> right, uh, quick. Uh, fifth round pick here, 2021, uh, first season here. Noah Gray, uh, college numbers there at the old Duke University. Uh, pretty hard to oh, look at anything from Duke University and say that they're going to be good because Duke sucks at the old football. So uh, it's weird that somebody from the NFL could actually come out of Duke. Uh, look at Daniel Jones. That's going well. Um, yeah, he's decent enough. I think Noah Gray, probably the guy that I prefer. Uh, it just comes down to snap count as well. I mean, Blake Bell's out there a little bit more, but Noah Gray, I think a little bit more of the pass catching role. All right. DSTs as we've only got a few minutes left. If anyone has any closing comments, get them into the YouTube chat by all means. 
Rams, Niners, Chiefs, Bengals. That is the point projection in that order. Seven for the Rams. Niners, pretty much seven as well. Chiefs, almost just a, a hair below. Then the Bengals at four. And uh, the pricing is interesting. You have the Niners at 18, 17 for the Rams, 14 for the Chiefs, Bengals at 11. I think we can all agree. Why would you play the Bengals DST this weekend? You're not going to do it. It doesn't make sense. So really, it, it leaves you the other three, the Rams, Niners, and Chiefs. If I were to pick a favorite, it's probably the Rams uh, ultimately, but uh, I'm curious which way you would go. All right, here we go. So we're going to flip heads. <laughs> oh, it's tails. All right, so we like the Rams the most. That's the second one that's listed on the board. And now we're going to do Chiefs versus 49ers. Shit. <laughs> oh, and it rolled that way. He's it not a professional, a, folks. Not a, it is not a, a coin heads. flipping. It is a heads. So we like we like the Chiefs second. So Rams, Chiefs, 49ers, Bengals. Um, nobody's going to argue the, the Bengals can get there. I will say the Bengals are $11. And once again, if nobody goes for a DST, uh, or like a DST touchdown, you know, if nobody goes over eight, there's paths to the Bengals still being all right at $11. You could have some sure. fluky stuff happen at $11 for them too. I'm going to have shares of them. I have no problem having shares of them. My favorite defense last week was the 49ers. That was fun. Did I expect a block touchdown and ridiculousness? No, I didn't. But they were the cheapest on the board. They allowed me to get to everybody else on the slate. And that's kind of what you're playing the Bengals for is the access that they give you to other ceilings, other players that have more uh, concentrated target shares, more secure carries. You know, if the Joe Mixon, the Eli Mitchells of the world, like I, I think the Bengals are more than serviceable. Uh, as an $11. Now, they are definitely the worst of the four, but uh, the coin taught me that uh, the coin that ran away from me, Rams, my favorite. Then I figured out the Chiefs and then the 49ers. All right. Well, we'll see which way How's it goes. That? Who was your, uh, if you had to just boil it down, an absolute favorite stud play and value play this weekend from either game? Stud play is going to be Cooper Cup. Um Cooper Cup, just an absolute monster here in this spot. And, you know, the 49ers, once again, they're going to try to slow this down. They're going to try to get the running game going. I can't really speak to the 49ers without knowing Trent Williams. I want to see activated. I'm going to be paying more attention to that than humanly possible. And I think you should all too. 97.8 grade in PFF. That's like being a 99 in Madden. I'm just throwing it out there. It's, it's mm. ridiculous. I've never seen something like that for a player. That's just how good he is. He can be out in space and pancake dudes left and right. He's an absolute monster. And Debo Samuel and Eli Mitchell will not look nearly the same if he is not out there for a majority of the snaps. So be careful with that. Um, I will say Joe Mixon is going to be a guy that I'm going to roster a lot more than the field currently, especially at $33 over on Yahoo. He's cost prohibitive to get up there, but I would say the running back spot, I'm definitely going to find ways to prioritize him. And I'm going to find ways to prioritize uh, Cooper Cup. And my favorite value is going to continue to be Pyron Pringle. Um, I think that Kansas City, we know the kind of potencies you have with Patrick Mahomes. And if I'm not going to stack him up as much now, I, I definitely think I'm going to add a lot of Pringle to my Kelsey or to my Hill shares simply because he brings down that total cumulative uh, money that I'm spending on that stack. But he just makes sense as a one-off too. I think that he's uh, kind of really clear-cut been this wide receiver too. Hardman still is going to get those plays in space, but such a limited opportunity for him to get there. He got there on a luck box uh, rushing touchdown last week where, you know, he ended up getting to the pylon, made a great play, no doubt about it. But Byron Pringle is going to see target share. He's going to be on the field the most. 
a really secure role, $16. I think you can fire him up at will. All right, we've got to go, but you got a lot of good content coming your way in the Osmo YouTube page today at 2 o'clock Eastern. Just a few minutes from now, it'll be the NHL strategy show for tonight's five-game slate. Cliffy and Harris will be with you. Aton and Emac for the Prize Picks Live NFL show, 4 to 4.30, 445 to 6, NBA Deeper Dive. It'll be Laffy and Josh. And then uh, you will have 6 to 7.30, a little live before lock action tonight with uh, Terry and and who's it, Gundacker? Is that somebody gun new? Decker. Oh, he's been around your he's been around these streets. You probably haven't seen the gun, the gun maker, the gun decker. No, I haven't seen he's, the gun show. Oh, dude, the gun show. This guy is a special breed. I'm gonna be doing the NBA Slate Starter podcast with him on Sunday night, filling in for Ryan, uh, our, our boy Rin Pack out there living the life in Scottsdale. Hopefully, he's having fun. But most importantly, happy birthday to my guy Adam K over there. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you all. And uh, thank you, Tyler, our producer, obviously. And safe flight to you. Hello, thank Duke. You. Look forward, you know, text along some pictures and everything. Have a great time. And uh, everyone will catch up again next week. Look forward to it. Happy betting this weekend. Enjoy your football.